This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Liam O'Rourke, author of Crazy Like a Fox, the definitive chronicle of Brian Pillman 20 years later, and you are listening to the Top Rope Nation. No. Oh, yeah. I finished these fights. Give me a hell yeah. Top Rope Nation. Learn to love it. It's the best thing going today. What's going on, wrestling fans? It's been a while. This is episode 79 of Top Rope Nation. Uh, we are back at you on a particularly newsworthy night. WWE SmackDown just went off the air. And uh, a lot happens. Survivor Series completely shaken up on tonight's broadcast. We are here to break it all down for you. If you never joined us before, like I said, it's the Top Rope Nation Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ryan Drosty of comicbook.com, joined here by Kyle Ross and Justin Joint, my longtime co-hosts. And uh, like I said, God, a lot to talk about tonight, guys. I think right away I just want to throw it out to you and uh, talk about that championship switch we just saw to close smackdown so daniel bryan won the wwe title from aj styles in the main event this match was not announced until the beginning of smackdown this week and in the process daniel bryan apparently has turned heel and uh kyle we haven't talked off air about this at all and what our thoughts were i'm gonna throw it right to you because i know what a fan of daniel bryan you are what did you think of that was not surprised that he won the title. Pretty much when they announced the match, changed the title. Um, pretty shocked that they turned him heel. I don't know what to make of it. I'm really fighting the urge to react wildly one way or the other. He's a very good heel. We know that he can be. Um. My initial response is I think it somewhat speaks to their, and by their, I mean WWE's inability to properly book a babyface in this modern era. Uh, when you kind of, there is a chance now that when Daniel Bryan wrestles the Miz in a WWE title match, it could be babyface Miz chasing heel Daniel Bryan, which is something that. If had you told me eight months ago, I would have had you committed. <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, I, I will say, I mean, you know, people, you know, there's a lot of people who a tendency they hear that and they're going to rip it. Like, what do they think and how out of touch are they? It's a chicken in the egg argument. Brian had lost a lot of steam in the babyface role. And in how much of it was him not connecting with the audience properly and how much was the booking? I don't know. That can be debated. Um, doing it, it was very clear before this to me that the tonight went down, and even a couple weeks ago, that had they wanted to do Brian and Miz the way that we all thought they were going to do it, you know, with Brian just as a baby face getting his revenge and, and just beating Miz in a standard program, that they should have gone right to that after WrestleMania. They waited long. So th this program got wonky. And so I'm not going to say that that scenario is wrong. It sure is odd sounding, though. And the one problem I will point out is turning Daniel Bryan heel five days before he's going to work Brock Lesnar in a David versus Goliath match. That does seem more wrong than odd all right uh justin your thoughts on what happened tonight um well yeah speaking of 
have, have leaving what five days for a buildup to a, a Lesnar Bryan match seems really weird. Uh, it just makes me wonder that you guys think this was planned. Yeah. I mean, how, how long in a... I'll go right back to you. But to me, this SmackDown just reeked of Vince McMahon got to the arena today and said, plans change, pal. <laughs> <laughs> he just ripped up the Survivor Series script and just said, we're doing it all over. I don't, you know, yeah. there's always been that story that Vince has had kind of an interesting relationship with the Survivor Series format. Uh, and I think, you know, and to be fair to them, they've been thrown two huge curveballs in the last month with the Reigns diagnosis and then now the Lynch injury, which I know we're going to talk about. I think Vince just kind of woke up this morning in a funny mood and he said, fuck it, let's just change it all. <laughs> I mean, it, it reminded me so much of last year when Jinder dropped the title to AJ just before Survivor Series. But I don't recall how far in advance. What Was that the week right before Survivor Series? I don't remember how much in advance that was when that happened. I want to say that was at least a couple weeks before. I don't think that was the, the week. They they said today that he held, he had held the title for just over a year, uh -huh. AJ. So it, it wasn't more than two weeks. It was pretty close. Yeah, because I, I know they had started to build Jinder Barack and just nobody was into it. And then they made the, the pivot. I'll be interested to hear why they did this because it's not like AJ doesn't have any momentum. You know, AJ's incredibly popular, but they've had the match before, you know, last year. So that could be a reason. But uh, I agree with Kyle. It did seem like this was just Vince McMahon changes mind and everything. I thought when they announced it, my first reaction was they must be changing the bell or why would they do this? They just did this match two weeks ago. But then, you know, the contrarian in me is thinking, are they just doing this to throw us off? Uh, you know, they take Daniel Bryan off team SmackDown. So it seems like they're giving away the finish in advance. And then you, you start thinking, are they just being too obvious about this? You know, is it actually going to happen? But I, yeah, I never in a million years expected them to, to turn Brian heel at the end. Uh, to, just to clarify here, AJ Styles won the title, um, not on the go home SmackDown, but the week before the go home SmackDown. So they had a full, they actually had a full week of television after he beat. Cause remember they, he won it in England. Yeah. Against Jinder. So, so it was not the go home SmackDown it was the week before. So they had a, a net, a week of television mm -hmm. um, last year between the title change and Survivor Series. All right. So, so Justin, I didn't mean to cut you off. Any other thoughts there? Yeah, I, I'm going to be really curious as to what uh, Daniel Bryan's reasoning is as a character. I'm not talking uh, in real life. What what his reasoning is for turning heel? Because unlike uh, Braun Strowman, where his turn was kind of ambiguous. It was just kind of a reaction to the shield getting together. And so he just grabbed two guys and it, it really did. Didn't do a whole lot outwardly that made him a heel. And then you had the Dean Ambrose heel turn where there was almost, there seemed to be a reluctance in the moment. Um, whereas this one, Daniel Bryan clearly relished this. I mean, there, there was a little bit of crazy in his eyes there. So mm -hmm. I we haven't really seen, at least not in the WWE, we haven't seen that kind of heel Daniel Bryan before. So it's going to be really interesting as to his explanation for doing what he did. Yeah, I did notice with the crowd reactions. So, I mean, immediately after Bryan did the low blow to AJ, he got the booze. Um, but even earlier in the match, Bryan... You heard AJ, the booze. <laughs> yeah. Bryan nor AJ got, like, tremendous reactions from from that St. Louis crowd. Um Make him well, that's the Randy problem Orton with these kind of matches. I mean, you, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, well, yes, I know your feelings about St. Louis aside, but that's the problem. I mean, you know, the issues, these kind of dream work rate matches just do not work in the WWE. People don't kind of don't know who to cheer for. Um, they sit on their hands a lot. It's just, you know, we all kind of think about them and romanticize them. Oh, this match would be so fucking sweet in WWE. But it just doesn't work. And, um, you know, because the crowd kind of likes them both and doesn't really want either to lose. Yeah, I, I will say, though, that in some arenas, but when they introduce them individually before the match, each would have got like an incredibly loud reaction. And when I was watching that, I think they had a fairly good crowd tonight. 
just it was a very weak reaction to both guys. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna trash St. Louis just being a Cubs fan, but it's I will one say, of the great wrestling cities. Yeah, it St. is. Louis, that's what that's I thought about that. So that's why I thought it was it was bizarre. And I do have to say I saw one of the greatest concerts of my life in that arena. So I am partial to the to the former uh Scott Trade Center. I don't know, it's been renamed now in St. Louis for SmackDown emanated from tonight. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just I just thought right from the beginning, the match seemed weird. And we'll come back to Becky Lynch later, but no question Becky Lynch got the biggest reaction of anyone on that show tonight ahead of AJ and Daniel Bryan. And that's oh, yeah. that's kind of been the theme for weeks now. I mean, Becky Lynch is, is probably the hottest star in the company. I mean, AJ and Bryan always get good reactions. I just think the crowd didn't know how to respond because, well, there was the match they had before Crown Jewel. Where AJ was clearly the fans' choice, but that was kind of in his na- in you know his backyard. Yeah. So, but you know the the pops had been getting more tepid for Brian in the not just I don't want to say months, but like the week, the last several weeks. I mean, they had been getting more tepid. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if this was a reaction to that, if they're just trying to do something crazy to get people talking. Um, but it is odd. Well, that would make sense because we've been talking about this a lot between us over the last couple of weeks since we've done a show that uh, WWE is just has really been in a rut lately. There's there hasn't been a lot of an, of excitement um, behind the product. Now that that's not the reason we haven't done a show, by the way. So if, if you are just tuning in, normally you can expect a show from us every single week. Uh, we took some time off because I had a child a couple of weeks ago. So I've been hey. spending time with the new Top Rope Nation baby. But uh, we're back now. So if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, hit that subscribe button, hit the alert. So, you know, every time we put up a new show, uh, you know, if you're if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a rating. I don't think people realize how important the rating system is, but if you leave us that five star rating and leave some thoughts on the show, that really helps us get this out to more fans. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we'll read your review on the air. And so go ahead and do that. Well, next week we'll read some of our new reviews. Uh, you can also find us on Stitcher Radio. Tune in topropenation.com wherever podcasts are found we got quite the back library of shows 79 episodes so if you're new to us check them out and check us out in the future so yeah i did i did want to point that out we've been gone for three weeks that's the reason why but we're back and uh god i mean it's there's been news to talk about we had some strong thoughts on the crown jewel show that seems like a distant memory now um but we were talking between the three of us, we weren't very excited to tune in for, I think, you know, a lot of the, the political reasons behind that show. But just creatively, WWE just hasn't hasn't given us a reason to get excited. So I will say that SmackDown tonight has piqued my interest more and, in, and in the, Survivor Series. And the Raw closing Raw angle certainly did as well. And it's very unfortunate what happened to Becky Lynch, who, you know, I think pretty easily has been the best performer in this company, man or woman, uh, over the last two months. Oh yeah, no question. Would you would you agree, Justin? Yeah, I mean, if this was a reaction to her injury, I, I don't know if they've ever had had this this big of a reaction to somebody's injury than uh, not only doing a Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar dream match, but also a match that I think a lot of people had earmarked for WrestleMania in Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, we've we've mentioned that on this show many times in the past. So, yeah, that was interesting too. So, go ahead. Nia Jax inadvertently may have really altered the course of this WWE Women's Division. <laughs> and Becky Lynch, I know it really sucks. Like when I first heard the news, I was probably like a lot of people like, "Are you fuck? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, like, Nia Jax like, again. She's hurt so many people. That's a whole nother conversation. I was just like, I was like, this is the match, man. Ronda and Becky, it's the match. The WWE. I, I, honestly, I can't think of a fresher, better matchup right now. Um, that the company that, that could have more intrigue, like over who wins. But um, now you can make the argument that this benefits Becky because that match may get moved to WrestleMania. Yeah. 
Um, did you guys notice, by the way, when uh, when Becky was going through the row of women to choose her replacement? And I think I think actually before the show news leaked that she was gonna it was gonna be Charlotte uh, replacing her. But I don't know who else it could have been to be honest. Yeah, but I was gonna say, did you notice when she for all the errors in the booking? You know, ever since WrestleMania 34, did you notice that when she got to Asuka, I thought Asuka got the loudest reaction from the crowd, even more so than Char- when she started out with Charlotte. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought she had a really good reaction. So, I mean, maybe there's hope yet for Asuka after the <laughs> tumultuous year that she's had on the main roster. Yeah. That's what's funny. Uh, must have been either earlier today or yesterday. I was, as I always do, fantasy book WrestleMania. And I had actually figured it was going to be Ronda and uh, Charlotte on Raw and Becky Lynch versus Asuka for SmackDown. But mm-hmm. obviously that, that probably won't happen now. Got to throw it out there, guys. We've been seeing the commercials. Any motivation to travel to New York yet for WrestleMania and reunite? I will not be going. <laughs> Still a no? Okay. Game, Game, so, of, Thro- Game of Thrones is starting in April, so I, I can't go. <laughs> it was just such an epic time with you guys in, in mm-hmm. New Orleans last April. I had to throw it out there. Um, so, yeah, we got to we gotta talk about the Survivor Series card. Uh, we also have to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games, um, which will be coming at us Saturday night. So um, let's see. Where do you guys want to start with Survivor Series? Uh, do you want to talk about... Let's start, at the top. let's start at the top because once you get to the bottom and the tag team scene, and all due respect to the tag team scene, I love tag team wrestling. I've loved it for 30 years with all my heart and soul. Um, there's not a lot, talk, a lot to talk about there. Okay, so what do they do with this Brock and Brian match then? On one week's notice, I mean, do we think they're going to have a clear okay. winner on this? Okay, I, I just want to make one general statement. I hate the format. for Even if like it produ- winds up producing good matches and I like the show, and I went up liking the show five days from now, I do not like the format for Survivor Series at all. Not elimination matches, I'm not speaking of. I, these champion versus champion matches. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> I just don't understand why you would want to beat one of your champions. You know, I mean, when there used to be in the old days, like an NWA champion versus an AWA champion, what happened? Neither guy won. They would do some schmoz finish. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the case of this, I don't see them beating Brock because it's Brock. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Especially with a heel Daniel Bryan now. And I don't necessarily see... I mean... (laughs) Are you going to just beat Daniel Bryan right after he wins the title? <laughs> no, like it makes no, it, it's got, it's, it's got to be a schmoz finish. There's, there's got to be a run in like AJ running in or, uh, yeah, uh, Braun or Drew McIntyre. Somebody's going to run in and, and schmoz this up. Cause yeah, you, you can't, it would be really weird. There's no way Daniel Bryan's going to beat Brock Lesnar. Um, and it would be really weird to beat, like you said, Daniel Bryan, who just got crowned champion. You know what? I'm totally with you. It's a schmuck. It's an, I'm going to go no contest too, because had we done Ronda Becky, I think that would have been really interesting. What we, you guys would have, I would have loved. What did you guys say? What, like, let's pretend that match was going to happen, that Becky's not hurt. What would your pick of that match been? Okay. See, that would have been, cause then we would have had, I'm assuming we would have had styles and Lesnar, which I would have had a, a slightly easier time picking Lesnar to beat AJ again. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I would have definitely thought Becky and Ronda had to be a schmoz mm-hmm. because they're not going to have Ronda lose right now. And as we've said already a dozen times, uh, Becky Lynch is the hottest star in the company right now. Yeah, I I also thought that heading in that it was going to be a yeah. no finish. Yeah, see, okay, so that confers my thing. I asked that, as I think you guys have picked up on, because, okay, if we're thinking this Brian Lesnar thing's a schmoz, my first thing is like, okay, I immediately go to the other champion versus champion matches and say, all right, well, none of those other ones can be schmazzes then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it does kind of open the door, I think, um, for this to be a schmaz finish. Yeah, I think personally, I I would say schmaz finish with Brian and Lesnar, and I would be more confident picking Ronda to beat Charlotte, especially since Charlotte's been kind yes. of going through a rough patch right now. It makes sense to have her yeah. lose. And they're yeah. gonna they're gonna do Charlotte and Rousey again down the line, and then you can build it up with Charlotte getting but, her revenge. But I mean, this is big time. I mean, if if uh Ronda beats Charlotte, you know, pretty clean mm-hmm. Sunday, 
And then it's Becky sliding into a bigger opportunity at WrestleMania, which quite frankly is what should happen. Wow. That's they, they listened. Mm-hmm. I, I could see a, uh, and I guess I'm kind of jumping the gun here because I think we're talking about Brian and Lesnar, but uh, going <laughs> to, I believe it was uh, Kyle's fantasy booking for evolution where I, there's a way that they can set up a, a horse women versus horse women uh, yeah. match with, with Charlotte and Rhonda here. Yeah. Especially because apparently, you know, we talk about uh, Daniel Bryan turning heel. It pretty looked uh, clear as day that Becky was uh face, you know, that she's a baby face now. Yeah, and that's another thing we should talk about. Uh, what did we feel about? I know we're jumping all over the place. What did we feel about that hug? That was odd. Uh, it didn't not, not fit. Fan of that. It didn't fit the booking that had gotten Becky so over. Mm-hmm. You know, I going into the night, I was like, I wonder, you know, when they, they were teasing everything and they're like, all right, well, Becky's going to have to pick a replay or something. Like, I was thinking Becky was going to maybe do the old Stone Cold thing where like, I don't give a shit who you pick. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's like totally like doesn't care, but she like clearly like endorsed. It was to Justin's point, a very clear traditional baby face move endorsing Charlotte. Hey, you know, we've been through this, but you know, you've always been my friend and you go beat Rhonda for this brand and for us or whatever. I'd be curious to know if that was something uh, they told her to do or if that's something she did spur of the moment. Yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> In this company, I'll tell you what, there's not a lot of ad libbing. Unless I, if you get a concussion, apparently. But yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like whenever something real like this happens, you know, like an injury like this, they kind of view it as outside the boundaries of storyline world storyline world and what's happening there and so it's, it's almost like the segment almost gets a pass where people realize like all right this is a real life injury it, it's beyond what we've been presenting on tv kind of thing and she can't wrestle mm-hmm. but then at the same time like becky did the promo which was clearly in character so it wasn't like the whole thing was out of character either yeah. so that's why i agree it kind of bothered me a little bit given what we've seen on tv for the last couple of months but yeah Getting back, I guess, to the Survivor Series card, you can do a schmoz with Brian Lesnar because I think the other champion versus champion matches, I th- I think all um, – um, well, the tag team one, I don't I don't have a strong feel um, just because I don't know if it matters. But um, in the case of the, of the women's and the secondary title match, I have pretty clear choices there that okay. somebody's going to win. Yeah, so if Ronda beats Charlotte, like we're all predicting is going to happen, um, I think fairly easily they do the redemption storyline later where they face off several months down the lo- down the line again. Um, but it's also a situation where by that point in time, Charlotte could be going as a heel Rousey. And that was another thing I wanted to throw to you guys because the reactions for Ronda, like, especially Monday night with that awful promo they had her cut, have been getting more tepid as well. And I, I do think Rousey would be a really strong heel, you know, down the line. And I, I could see the next time they face off Rousey being the heel in the in the Charlotte match and Charlotte's a face going for a revenge. And then that would make even more sense for Charlotte to take the loss this time if, if she gets a revenge down the line and it's it's a baby face redemption story. What do you think about I, that? I, that would have to be way down the line, like when Rhonda's like almost towards the end of a run. Because I don't, don't, I don't, don't see, see this. Crowd. I don't, I don't, I don't see this crowd cheering for Charlotte over Ronda Rousey. But you, you didn't, you didn't Becky sense the maybe. crowd kind of turning on Rousey Monday night. Not really. After that promo about the avocado toast. Oh, you're really hung up on. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> you were real hung up on that. That was a. Ter- I mean, that was written terribly. But uh, I, 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 I don't know. for Rousey. I heard the booze. Uh, millennial smack is pretty bad, generally speaking. Especially when it's a millennial talking to another millennial that's actually a little bit older than she is, I believe. So, yeah, What's I the age cut off for millennials. I know I'm not a millennial. I don't pay attention to a lot. Of actually, stuff. I think you are by definition. I think it's born in 1980 is the general definition. I was born in 1980. Yeah, I don't I'm like so, millennials. I'm sold. I'm part of the greatest generation. Oh Jesus Christ! We got <laughs> we got Tom Brokaw over here to my left. <laughs> Uh, all I'm saying is, I, 
I, I think this I think the Ronda Rousey babyface thing is gonna hit a wall pretty soon, and I can see her being a, a pretty awesome heel and and maybe not in the too distant future. But we'll see. She would be so we always talked about with that horsewomen, horsewomen thing, whenever they do do it, there are logistical issues if they did it now, because Ronda has been positioned as such a strong babyface, and the other three are so clearly heels. So you're right. If they do do a horsewoman, and you know, the way that story kind of writes itself, it's very much like a pro wrestling versus MMA storyline where you would want the group representing pro wrestling probably to be the baby faces. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that could be a mechanism, I guess, to turn short to Ronda heel, but I would not be looking to do that right now. I mean, I still think short term, you know, she beats Charlotte. Um, you know, kind of cold right now. She beats Nia at TLC. Uh, and then we see what the plan is for WrestleMania. I say you let it headline WrestleMania. Yeah. What's, who, what's that? <laughs> let the, Wait, the, what was that? the horsewomen, that. let the horsewomen versus horsewomen match headline WrestleMania. Be unique. It'd be something. I don't know. I, I still think it's going to be Ronda one-on-one, but I, I mean, I think Ronda's a key player. I mean, with this Roman Reigns thing, I mean, that's the other thing too. I, mean, I really can't stress that enough. It's not just this Becky Lynch injury. I mean, this goes back to Ro Brock Lesnar's not in this position. We're not talking about Brock Lesnar. He's not working Sunday. If Roman Reigns doesn't get the diagnosis. Yeah. I think it was Meltzer reported. Roman was slated to pin him in the triple threat at crown jewel. And that was just going to be it for him. Mm-hmm. But you know he's Brock's one a, more one more reason business to hate, one more reason to hate leukemia. Yes. Mm. <laughs> well, when Roman comes back, we are going to have our massively over baby face on this brand. Yes. So, so uh, uh, we all called the schmoz for the main event, yep. and then uh, what are we doing for uh, Charlotte and Ronda? I, Ronda? I think we all said Rousey winning. I mean, I think Charlotte will give it a good effort, but she'll tap. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, it'll be it'll be a job. I'm very interested to see how that's received. You know, Charlotte as a surrogate for Becky. Will she get some sympathy? Will the crowd be behind her? You yeah, know what? Interesting to see. I'm going to go Charlotte. <laughs> you could be the smartest man alive Sunday night. It's possible. <laughs> you know, I just... I, <laughs> if I knew how to make gifts, that would be a gif on our Twitter page right there, at Top Rope Nation. Anytime anything bad happens on pro wrestling, just Kyle kicking his desk or whatever you were doing there. <laughs> Throwing this highlighter. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I guess I just don't feel like it's that hard of a call because of how Charlotte's been booked lately and her losses, her big major losses last few months. If Charlotte was, had been hot and running with the title and everything, I would have a hard time picking this yeah. match. But since she's been in the rut, I think it's a pretty easy call. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a pretty easy call. I, I think, I think the key is you can rehab Charlotte a little bit um, by turning her into a sympathetic character in this match, if if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that that that's one way you can do it, or All you right. can just have her go full blown heel. That's true. Could, especially with Becky pretty firmly positioned as a baby face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, men's Survivor Series elimination match. We got Braun Strowman, Dolph. A traditional Survivor Series yes. match. <laughs> Strowman, Dolph, McIntyre, Balor, and Elias from Raw. Taking on, after the shakeup now, we've got Miz, Samoa Joe, Mysterio, Hardy, Shane McMahon. Wait, isn't it Lashley, not Elias? Uh... I don't know. The card I'm looking at that was updated 26 minutes ago has Elias still. Okay. But could be wrong. Either way, thoughts on this one? <laughs> Not that excited for this one, Justin? No, I mean... I don't know how we're supposed to get behind bragging rights for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I have to assume... Like uh, last year, there might be some sort of start for a WrestleMania match between somebody, but I, I can't really pinpoint who. Um, but I guess I will go, uh, I guess Raw wins. I, I don't know. 
So you're I mean, saying we, that we already right. peaked with Survivor, Survivor Series teams with Ultimate Warrior, Texas Tornado, and the Road Warriors. So, I mean, just, <laughs> it was all downhill. From it's there. so funny. Everyone loves that team so much. And that was a terrible match. That was one of sure. those. It, it was like one of those. That was during the period of Survivor Series matches. That's actually when they kind of killed the elimination match gimmick because they got so lazy in the booking and would just like disqualify half the participants in one swoop because it was like Mr. Perfect in the three members of Demolition. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, Axe, who was on his way out of the promotion, gets pinned. But then, like, LOD and Demolition just get disqualified. It was like 89 and 90 featured some pretty lazy booking. But by the way, it is Lashley, not Elias. I don't know. CBS Sports. Okay. What are you guys doing? Oh, CBS Sports line. I'm looking at CBS Jeez. Sports for the card. What are you watching? Right reading, fucking, reading fucking Pete Prisco or something like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, all right. Let's take a look. Let, let's analyze these participants and, and see who is absolutely not going to survive this match. Um, I would say Samoa Joe is not going to survive this match. I would say Jeff Hardy is not going to survive this match. Yeah. Um, look, looking at the raw side, I would say Bobby Lashley is not going to survive this match. I hate to say, but Finn Balor is not going to survive uh, Finn Balor, match. nor his hog are going to survive this match. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler is not going to survive this match. Um, Rey Mysterio could, but that would be a surprise. Um, so that would leave us with Drew and Braun on the Raw side, both clearly protected. Um, I think both in the running uh, to be in the universal title picture down the line. And get that title on McIntyre. Um yes. I agree. SmackDown, you know, Shane McMahon has the right last name. Um, and the Miz is the captain. Hmm. You know, I, I guess I, I think it'll come down Shit. to like, I, I see like Strowman and McIntyre, those two being the last two and kind of possibly screwing each other over and, and giving the win to like Mysterio and, and McMahon or something. Yeah, you know, so, okay, you have to look at the way they did it. Uh, Shane McMahon with that uh, tremendously Bret Hart, King of the Ring 1993-like performance uh, at Crown Jewel. Since he won it for SmackDown, Raw is definitely going to win this match, and I'm going to say Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman are your survivors. Yeah, I the whole storyline in this match is uh, Stephanie wanting revenge for w- the World Cup and uh, yes. Shane winning the World Cup. So, yeah, he is I, the best I, in the world. Just yeah, just looking at the rosters, Strowman. Obviously, I don't think he's going to lose here. And I, it's either going to be Strowman as the sole survivor or Strowman and McIntyre left. I I think I agree with that. I'm going to go with Raw. Also, Justin, you're still a SmackDown. Yeah, I'm going SmackDown. Okay. Um, on the women's side, we have a mystery team member on SmackDown now after Charlotte was plucked from the team to face mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. That's a, that's maybe the only interesting thing about this match, quite frankly. Yeah, it's uh, on the Raw side. And hopefully this card is updated. Natalia, Mickey James, Nia Jax and her iron right fist, uh, Tamina Snuka and Ruby Riot. Uh, versus somebody Car- tweeted during Raw that t- pushing Tamina is the most shameful thing that McMahon's ever done with a snooker, and by God, that covers a lot of ground. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> and to be fair, right, I agree. Pushing Tamina snooker is very bad. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Sonya Deville. To be announced. Are they gonna like do a surprise NXT appearance or is this just gonna be Mandy Rose? <laughs> what do you guys could think? be Nikki, could be Nikki Cross. I, yeah. I I'll be on I'll be honest with you. So this is what's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna work themselves into a shoot and think it's gonna be something totally awesome, and it's gonna be somebody who gets like eliminated early in the match. Carmella. No, Carmella's already, already on the team. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with her. Yeah. God, uh, um to me again, I, I think N- Nia Jax is pretty clearly the survivor here because they got to build her for her match with Rousey next month. Um, so I'm going to go with raw here again. Um, will multiple people survive? I don't know, but I know Nia Jax will. It's bad news for everyone else in this match. She's not like most girls. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next on the hit list for Nia Jax. 
<laughs> so raw okay i man i have no freaking idea <laughs> nor do i think it matters too much uh i mean i i don't you think i mean it is kind of logical i mean when you look at this you know nine women and whoever the mystery is the only one who has any semblance of a direction is naya I mean, mm-hmm. all the other people are either glue guy, glue girls, I should say, or just kind of, you know, JT, JTTS types. Yeah, it, it's pretty hard to imagine anyone on the SmackDown side surviving, possibly Asuka. Um, I, yeah. I also look at this for Raw versus SmackDown and who's getting wins here. So we said Raw and the men's. We said uh, Rousey and the women's. That's two Raw winners. And then a Schmaz and the men's uh, title match between the world champions. So... Gosh, you know, that makes me think SmackDown should get a win, but I don't see what that roster either. So I think I'd have to lean they'll towards give, they'll, Well, also. here's what's fun. Um, I'll let, well, I'll let Justin pick and then I'll, I'll kind of tip my hand for the rest of it. I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia page. Like what uh, Ryan just mentioned, I'm trying to figure out like, you know, because obviously you can't just pick all the, you know, the raw teams to win and whatnot. Um, and then also at the same time is you got to think, they use these kind of matches opportunity to get somebody over. I don't see anybody on the SmackDown side uh, outside of Asuka. Um, I don't see the, uh, the to be announced to be anything exciting. Uh, I think they'll go with Nia Jax. So I'm going to go Team Raw, especially since I went uh, Team SmackDown for the, uh, the men's match. All right. All right. To your earlier point, Ryan, yeah, I've, I have not picked SmackDown to win a match yet but that will probably change here in the with so what they're going to do is i think in these matches where it really doesn't matter um smackdown will get their wins there okay um i did want to say by the way before we forget um as we pick these matches for this show check our friends oh, yes. out over at wrestlerumble.com they are a partner of top rope nation uh if you're not familiar with wrestle rumble Basically, you can buy an entry into the contest for every pay-per-view. I know they're doing this for TakeOver, and they're doing it for Survivor Series. Essentially, you buy an entry. Uh, it, it's it's kind of like you know March Madness time. You buy a bracket, you can win money. You can win legit money uh, doing this contest. It makes watching the pay-per-views, I think, a lot more fun and interesting. You pick the winners. They have prop bets on you know how long the match is going to be, are any weapons going to be involved, that kind of thing. And you can win upwards of $500. Uh, and some of us have placed in the top 20 since we've been partnering up with Wrestle Rumble. It's a lot of fun. So I'll have the link in the video description uh, down there on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening on any of the podcasting platforms, I will post the link for you to sign up there as well. And also, Wrestle Rumble is generous enough to give us a free entry to give out to one of our listeners each and every month. So uh, I'm going to open that up in the comments here on the YouTube page. So if you're listening and you want to enter, head on over to youtube.com slash top rope nation. Check out our Survivor Series preview show here and leave a comment. So just let us know which match you are looking forward to most this weekend, either at NXT TakeOver War Games 2 or Survivor Series. And uh, we'll pick one of you who, uh, who we think has the best reasoning for what they're looking forward to to get that free entry. Uh, Make sure in your comment you give us your Twitter username as well so we can get a hold of you and get that free entry to you. So again, leave that in our comment section here on YouTube and uh, we'll get you that free entry, which is actually a $10 value and you got a chance to win upwards of $500. So check that out, WrestleRumble.com. You know, something we need to talk about uh, real quick. I was just looking on my TL as you were doing just such a wonderful uh, job there. Thank you. No, Thank no, you. I'm you know, my timeline. Yeah. Um, the, I, the notion that Daniel Bryan would be in any way punished or buried for refusing to do crown jewel has now been disproven. I think <laughs> the man just won the title. Oh yes. I, yeah. We're you know, I mean, there talk was a, about that. Yeah. Yeah. There was some speculation, you know, from the, how he does it going crowd that, uh, he was maybe being buried with that AJ styles loss. But I think, uh, How's it going, everybody? I think was wrong. <laughs> By the way, did you see you talk about a promo? Nia Jax and Brian your, Alvarez? Is that what you're talking about? How about your boy, the big guy, going after Alvarez on Twitter.com? Oh, I did not see that. Is that today? A lot, but yeah, it was Jesus. Who are you I mean, talking I don't about? Like Ryback. 
oh, buyback. Okay. Yeah, that tool. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But I like, did see if, Alvarez's comments on Nia Jax. Yeah, well, yeah, that was what Ryback responded to. He, you know, a lot of fucking Mark, and you know, you're the reason people hate wrestlers and stuff. It was uh, Ryback was not happy with how's it going, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is too bad. Um, so I think the match that probably should by all intents and purposes be the match of the night would be oh good grief <laughs> oh i knew this was gonna happen i've been i've been looking forward to this kyle's guy shinsuke nakamura taking on seth rollins i mean oh. don't you think it should be the match of the night though like on paper according though? well i mean as you and i texted and none of our listeners know according to your preconceived definitions of good work i guess i could see how you would think this would be the best match of the show well, on paper, but, it should be the best match on the. Look at the rest of the card. Yeah, right. well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. Shinsuke Nakamura for the last year and a half has been wishing matches took place on paper, man, because he has been phoning this shit in. I'm, I mean, <laughs> long distance. I tell you what. I think he's going to show up for this match. Oh, now, <laughs> now, the AJ Styles stuff. Those were pretty good matches but they were held down by Schma's finishes and the nut punches. Mm-hmm. They were kind of held back for that. He hasn't really been given anything else to really sink his teeth into. I have a feeling his time with the WWE is coming to a close here soon. Um, I so I think, I think he's going to uh, uh, really want to make an impact here with somebody who I think is the best worker in the industry, and that's uh, Seth Rollins. My God. I, I think they're going to steal the show. Absolutely. Yeah, I I would be all in. By the way, on a on a Nakamura return to New Japan Pro Wrestling, I would definitely. Didn't make he use... just re up? I'm pretty sure he just re upped. Uh, someone asked I mean... Meltzer on Twitter today, and he said, as far as he knew, it still ended in February. His contract. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But, but who knows? Yeah. I'd, I'd be Meltzer. all in on I'd be all in on watching a Nakamura return to New Japan because he you're right, Kyle. He has been somewhat uninspired since being on the. And main. what and what is he? And he's gonna get good again and magically in New Japan. I, I mean, I well, I mean, he's a, he's a he's a great wrestler. He is when he has like Justin said something to see, sink his teeth into. He's proven I mean, that in the past. Okay, Kyle, you loved his matches with Bobby Roode. One of my favorite matches of all time was his very first one in WWE against uh, Sami yes, Zayn. Yes, that was very good. Yeah, he's, but I'm just the consistency has just not been there. Is my yeah, point. and that in in my point is is with, with a, a completely fresh and super talented guy like Rollins, I think he's going to bring it. Yeah, well, this I'm, is I'm, one of those dream match scenarios for a lot of people. I think I'm going to pick him to win. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, I think I think Dean, the, the, you know, this is why, you know, OK, if we're picking a schmoz and that Brian Lesnar thing, OK, well, you can't pick schmozzes and the other ones. Um, I think it's pretty clear Dean Ambrose would, will interfere here and cause the thralls the match. That's pretty logical. Mm-hmm. I am also in agreement. And I, 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 again, think this will be the match of the show. Dean Ambrose uh, awkwardly sits on cars. <laughs> yes, that was odd. That was that was very odd. good. Good promo, but that was weird. um all right the tag champions and i gotta agree as i go down this card i gotta agree with kyle this this format sucks just just arbitrarily pay because i don't think it matches against each other and i I don't think it means anything it's not something for the fans it's like i I think the whole raw versus smackdown brand supremacy thing is the most overrated storyline there is Mm -hmm. like if I'm a WWE fan and I am, I don't really give a fuck about like Raw or Smack. Like, like you know, like to me, it's still booked under the same umbrella. Like, yeah. you know, like I guess like if this was Survivor Series 2002, okay, I would really be rooting for SmackDown. But mm-hmm. like other than that time period, it's not like. You know, I mean, sure, okay, the years, it's like, okay, the show, this show's doing better now, this one's, but it's like, it's a marginal difference, and it's, it's not like there's two competing visions of wrestling. No. Going at each other. And, you know, so it it really doesn't mean anything, and the champion versus champion matches don't mean anything at all. That's another point. You guys, you know, like remember when they started this brand split right around the time that we started the show, actually, back in 2016. And 
at the beginning they did try to make the feel the shows like quite different like they had different camera angles on smackdown and they did little things that made them feel different and they completely backed off of that they don't feel different at all anymore so like it doesn't they have, have their stuff that like, yeah they have their stuff that works and they just want to do it they just yeah. There, there is no competition. They want they wanted to create that art, you know, some kind of competition feeling, but the, yeah, it doesn't exist. They got to keep it going though, because uh, Fox is getting SmackDown, so yeah. it ain't changing. Pretty soon, SmackDown is going to be the A show, whether they like yeah. it or not. Yeah. So the I have this is the one the tag team title match or the ta- the battle of the tag champions is the one that I have the least clue on. I think it legitimately could just go either way. Yeah, because we're talking able, about heel teams here, and and both of them just won the titles. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert: I'm absolutely picking SmackDown to win the ten on ten elimination match with Usos and New Day. I mean, you look at the rest of the lot. I mean, WWE has never shown much interest in pushing anybody else. So I see Usos and New Day bringing it home for SmackDown. Um, so that means I will have picked SmackDown to win the U.S. title match, the U.S. versus IC, I should say, the ten on ten. But I've got Raw winning the two, the men's and women's elimination. Hmm. So this would be. I'm just gonna go SmackDown. I'll go the bar because I just think if SmackDown wins or if Raw wins the two big ones, they'll give SmackDown the other three. I'm going to go AOP here. I'm going to go raw just because they're kind of a, a fresher act in the company. And uh, yeah, I'll just go with that reasoning. <laughs> Justin. No, I'm, I'm with you hundred uh, percent AOP uh, new tag team. And uh, the raw tag team division is in desperate need of, uh, uh, of a, an injection of a good team or at least somebody with a push and the bar certainly doesn't need that. Yeah. All right, so Kyle, you just told us in the next one, that's the one I was going to. So we've got uh, Rude, Gable, The Ascension, Lucha House Party, The B-Team, and The Revival versus The Usos, New Day, The Good Brothers, Sanity, and The Colognes on SmackDown. And so you said this one you're going SmackDown because of The New Day and Usos. Who am I to disagree with that, Justin? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't have many deep thoughts on this one. Same. We should talk about the match that's going to smoke Rollins Nakamura, by the way. The Cruiserweight Championship match? Yes. All right. Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali. Should be an excellent match. I agree. Um, they've had some barn burners in the past. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'd, I'd go with Murphy retaining here and a really good match. Yeah, I'm going Murphy too. Um, I definitely, Mustafa Ali is going to have a run. Um, I could see them holding maybe a rematch at WrestleMania or something, but uh, I think Murphy's going to have the title for a while. Huh? I saw him and Omega had a little back and forth on Twitter, uh, people comparing Murphy to Omega. So maybe we'll see uh, mm. you know, a couple dozen V triggers in this match. I don't know. If we're lucky. <laughs> maybe we'll see Kenny Omega in the WWE next year. That's a whole nother show we could do. God, would love to see him on 205 Live. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyone that watches New Japan after this show, Kyle, send all your tweets to at TRP Kyle. <laughs> if you disagree. That was my favorite take of all time. <laughs> all right. So any other thoughts on Survivor Series before we hit this uh, NXT TakeOver card and then call it a night, guys? <laughs> Nothing. I'm kind of amused myself. I kind of want to tell that joke. I kind of want to tell that joke to myself over again, like I haven't heard it before. You guys would be surprised to know that Kyle Ross is a esteemed New Japan World subscriber, despite yes, his. Uh, yeah, comments. I just I don't know. I, it's just like, what do you want to do? Like, it's so sweet. I don't know. We've got. <laughs> by the way, it, it go, by the way, it's not just New Japan where I'm critical of Meltzer getting a little too um, juicy with the snowflakes. I thought he was out to lunch given that Becky Charlotte match four and three quarters at Evolution. Like, I thought it was like three and three quarters, personally. Four and three quarters. What world is that four and three quarters? <laughs> I think we need to invite Dave on the show sometime. I just want to hear the back and forth. 
I'll, I'll just bring up his entire star rating list and just like say, yeah, <laughs> no, about a half star too high here. Dave, you're wrong. Yeah, on that. three quarter, three quarters of a star, stars too high there. Yeah, maybe <laughs> a full guys- star too high. I mean, uh, if I, if excuse I look- me. Why is the why is the Royal Rumble '92 only get three and a half stars? <laughs> um, if if I look back at our text thread, guys, like before today, when we we're going back and forth on on Ronda and everything, uh, oh, that that's another discussion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky came up at one point. Kyrie Irving. Um, they did, but, but, but before, I you, you didn't catch all that. But before all that, most of our our back and forth and the texting was about WWE and how the product sucks lately and all this stuff. So talking about New Japan, I mean, were either of you seeking out other wrestling to watch because you were so frustrated with WWE over the last month? If you go down that rabbit hole? No, I've had uh, plenty of other stuff to occupy my time. Uh, Being a dad, Red Dead Redemption 2 just came out. Uh, lots of stuff to watch on Netflix and don't get me wrong. I, I like a lot of other wrestling I, you know, ring of honors is probably as close to as good as it's ever been. Uh, I, I at least pay attention to what's going on in new Japan, although I don't really watch. Um, but no, I, I'm good. I, I, I watch, <laughs> I, I hate watch enough WWE wrestling to, to fill, to fill my pro wrestling needs. <laughs> Kyle um it's football season so as you know I spend about you know 13 hours on Saturday and then about eight sometimes 11 if I like the Sunday night matchup which I know you do this week oh yeah uh watching football and you know other than that no um love Walter Devlin love Walter Osprey yes um, I, I just about to say I totally missed that uh, Kyle recommended everybody needs to go watch Walter and Devlin. Did we talk about that last time we potted? I, I think remember. it did come up, but okay. yeah. I can't remember if it was on a in case. Yeah. And then Walter and Osprey was even better. So, I mean, that's, I mean, love that stuff. But, but, um, you know, other than football, man, which occupies my time it is my, uh, how I'm gainfully employed. Uh, my big money maker. Other than that, I've just been watching Melrose place reruns, man. <laughs> didn't expect that one. Jesus. Love Melrose Place. Love my heart and soul. What is going on? <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> oh. Dr. Mike, you talk about a heel. Dr. Michael Mancini puts it on the show. I got a timestamp right now so I can throw that theme song on here on the podcast. Wait. What? This is just off the rails. What service are you watching that on? Amazon Prime. So somebody made a Melrose Place reference on. They did on Between the Sheets. They talked. To, they they met. They because um, they were talking about ninety five Raws and back when they were taped. Um, they would actually do a, you know, next week on Raw, um, kind of like teaser and like show stuff that would happen. And Vince referred to it. I guess it, I forgot who or how he referenced it as quote. You know, um, they're like nod to Melrose Place. And that got me thinking about Melrose And I was I was sitting there in the car. I was like, God, Melrose Place was a good fucking show. I'm like, how is that not on a streaming service? I looked it up, saw Amazon Prime had it, baby. And I am deep diving on season one. Man, some peak Andrew shoe. I'll 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 tell you what. Hey, he was good at the football, or maybe he wasn't very good at the football, but he tried. But didn't didn't he have a short-lived uh stint in the early days of MLS? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) For the Kansas City Club? Maybe. I don't know. I have seen less than 10 episodes of Melrose Place in my life, Kyle. That's, so that's a huge mistake. Well, okay. I'll tell you what. That when, is the... when you're talking about... <laughs> when you're talking about three named hot ladies from you know late 80s, early 90s, it's Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Courtney Thorne-Smith. Yeah. 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 Um, I wasn't afraid to crank the old rod to Laura Layton myself, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mrs. Ross, I am sorry for this, and your husband has just gotten completely out of hand. <laughs> oh, I told her that last night, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I can't follow that. I just can't. Um, <laughs> Honestly, guys, what were we, what we even talking episode? about? Oh, deep this is episode, other this is ep- Yeah, this is episode 79, right, Ryan? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've been waiting 79 episodes to use the term crank the old rod. <laughs> I'm glad we've accomplished that. Yeah. Uh, 
I made a, I made a bet when you first invited me on this podcast. I said by episode eighty, I will use the term <laughs> "crank the old rod" on this. Oh man! Well, <laughs> oh god, I'm I just lost it. I've completely lost control at this point. Um. Oh yes. So deep diving into other wrestling promotions. I also have been a little busy with the newborn, so I haven't really done that. I kind of get it in my head like, yeah, I'd like to watch some more like Progress or Ring of Honor, but I haven't really done that. Um, and Red Dead Redemption 2 is, is a phenomenal game. So any spare time I have, I've also been playing that, Justin. So uh, I would agree. But I, I, I am glad the shakeup on SmackDown this week made me a little bit more interested. And uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So. I always watch. My default is always old wrestling. Like, it's funny. Like, whenever, whenever I have a spare time, I'm like, I want to watch some wrestling. It's like, you know, let's throw on the award-winning network, WWE Network, and, you know, watch some Mid-South from 1980 television from 1983. Or like all the old primetime wrestlings that you've binge yeah. watched. Well, I, I'm at, I, I I I finished them all. Yeah, that's what I'm talking God, about. God, was the the World Wrestling Federation was a hot promotion after WrestleMania Five, man. <laughs> you watch are those first couple months. Watch quite watch those first couple weeks post Mania Five, April and May television eighty nine. Oh, that's what, good stuff. What are what is the last years of primetime they have up now on the network? They don't have all the way through like ninety two yet, do they? <laughs> Kyle, he's frozen. My God. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to make the crank the rod reference, but maybe he's just had it. <laughs> uh, Kyle, if you're hearing us right now, I see the side of your head and your headphones, and that's about it. All right. Well, we're just going to roll with this here, Justin, and uh, he'll he'll rejoin us here in a second. Uh, with the NXT TakeOver card, I will say that I've pulled up my own article from comicbook.com with the card on this one from over the weekend. So I know this card is accurate. Um, NXT TakeOver is actually a shorter card than usual. Typically, they have five matches on the card. Uh, this one, only four, because they are delegating so much time to the War Games match and the two out of three falls. Uh, women's title match so we've talked about on the show before justin how ahead of these takeover shows all of us kind of tend to binge watch nxt tv and so i'm i'm i've been following it like what's been happening but i haven't watched the tv in a few weeks so i'm gonna have to do that this weekend uh how up to date are you on nxt television um basically i look at the results and then i just watch the stuff that i think will kind of interest me Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really kind of hit or miss um, the Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano story is, is really intriguing. And obviously that's going to be one hell of a match. Um, I'm disappointed. We're not going to get a, uh, uh, Chris hero in, uh, bro, the newest mm, addition yeah. to NXT. Um, but I get it. You know, it's like they, they got, they got a man, one hell of a card here for just four matches. This is, this is going to be a great show as I mean, NXT takeover never disappoints. It's always just the best show of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I do hope they do that match in front of the crowd there. Hero and Riddle like beforehand and tape it for television like they tend to do sometimes because they got to they got to have those guys on the show, especially Riddle. So oh, yeah. hopefully they do something like that. I, I do think looking at this card that. This is a pretty tough one to pick match of the night. I mean, all four of these matches yeah. could be four plus stars. Yeah, I I think you could probably rule out war games just because you can't do the blood. And mm-hmm. um, and, and I enjoyed last year's, but it, it, it has to be super gimmicky now. Um, and considering what the other three matches are, <laughs> I mean, those, those are just going to be tremendous. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Baszler insane. Uh, I was shocked they put the title back on Baszler. I was kind of expecting her to get called up soon. Same, you know, just yeah. kind of because of Ronda and the whole horsewoman thing. Um, but Baszler is one of the best heels NXT or main roster. She's just been tremendous. So it also wouldn't surprise me if they just keep rolling with her. Um, do you do you have any picks for these? Any go? Do you think? Okay, here. I think the number one question is: Do they put uh, the title on Velveteen Dream? I think no. Although I would love to see it. Dream is one of my 
easily top favorite guys in the whole company right now. And and a tremendous shirt on WWE shop right now. I saw yeah, this is this is what me and Justin talk about when Kyle's not around. It's <laughs> wrestling t-shirts. And I did see the uh, I haven't ordered from them in quite a while. And uh, I did see they had the buy one, get one for a dollar tonight. And I did open the tab and added the Velveteen Dream to my cart. But I haven't found a second one that I really want to to make it worthwhile. So I don't know if I'll be ordering or not. But I did tell Justin a while ago that that one's probably my next WWE shop purchase. Because I love the play on the old Macho Man shirt. Oh, great shirt. Which is what I have on right now. I well, thought that's I'm, maybe I'm, what it was. But I didn't want to say, okay, Justin, can you un unzip your hoodie for a second? <laughs> yeah um, um no i agree with you i don't i don't think velveteen dream's going to get the title here i think you have to have uh black or gargano take the title off of them mm -hmm. yeah i i think that black gargano match is pretty hard to pick i think uh i i would go with basler retaining champa retaining uh the war games match <sighs> I, I think it's still going to be pretty good because Ricochet and a cage match, he could do some pretty cool things. But uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm just I think I I would go with the team, the undisputed era. Mm -hmm. they, I I know they won last year, um, but I would just keep that momentum going. You know, Kyle Ross is back with us. Did you crank one out to Melrose Place? <laughs> yeah, damn it! You stole my joke, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's back. The whole time I was getting flustered, so apparently I did not have my laptop plugged in during this entire show. I've got oh. everything else plugged in, in the world here. I forgot to, do, to have the old charger, and as I was getting flustered, I was like, you know what? As soon as I get back on, I'm going to make a joke about cranking my rod to Melrose Place. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're just discussing NXT. Uh, we've went through what the four matches are, why they're having four matches, how Riddle Hero didn't make the card, but we're hopeful that maybe they could film that for television like before the show. Um and uh, I said I would go with Champa retaining, Baszler retaining, Black and Gargano is kind of hard to predict. And we're talking about the War Games match right now. Um, you have any just generalized thoughts on this card, Kyle? Will this fit the traditional takeover narrative of like, yeah, you know, kind of haven't been looking this, you know, I'm kind of not looking forward to this takeover that much going in you know can't remember the last time i was this had this little interest in a takeover and then after the show's over it's like oh it's the best takeover ever i would you say know, i'm looking forward, forward to this one quite a bit really yeah i just the card like we, we were saying before you came back while you're cranking it out over there that uh <laughs> These these four matches are all could all be to use your your favorite term the star ratings. These could all be four plus star match ratings. I mean, this is sure, this is a good I, card. You know, I I don't know, man. You know, another thing. You know, lost in this Dan, in Daniel Bryan turning heel tonight. We with Gargano. I mean, God, what it, 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 that that was kind of I, I was kind of let down that he was the attacker. Yeah, it seemed kind of, I don't know, like they that original video where he was just walking past made it seem just too obvious kind of to me. But yeah, like I kind of thought it would have been a great way to like debut somebody new. So I, I don't I wasn't huge on that story. Um, the dream, you know, the dream and Ciampa is a very interesting dynamic. Um, dream to me is a guy who when there is a spot opened up needs to be put in a big match situation on the main roster. It's just, a, he's a guy, he's actually a developmental person, you know, that, you know, when, when they're confident in him that he can do it, then, you know, a lot of the guy, there's a lot of people um, working on the main roster are very high on him, stars. So, um, sure, but I, I don't know. I, my, my interest for this one is not huge. I, I, I have no doubt that the matches will be good, but like, in, in terms of just intrigue, um, I'm kind of like you. I kind of think I know who's going to win, and I don't know. So uh, I got a question and a statement. The question is, has Gargano explained his uh, reasoning for attacking Black? Has anybody caught that? I have not. Kyle? No. no. Okay. No. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just kind of like that he deserved it or, or something like that. Like it hasn't been that clear, like exactly why it was just it, it wasn't like a great description. I think they were just kind of going for the shock value of him laying black out and you know saying it was me, and it was just a thing where it's like, well, I mean, it was it was kind of logical, but it wasn't exciting. It was like he wanted you know he wanted the shot and to himself, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But by the way, if anybody wants to. Uh, very drunkenly and incoherently hear me predict that Gargano was the attacker. That that's on a you know that is epi- true. You called it, and, and I thought you were out to freaking lunch. <laughs> well, I I was, but I was right. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was quite the show. God, uh, yeah, what episode was that? You could you could hear Justin's tone change throughout the show as he went deeper and deeper into the scotch. That was a long show. I, I had a lot more to drink than usual. <laughs> Never know what you're going to get on this broadcast. Um, all right. So, yeah, I'll go with Ciampa. I'll go with Baszler. I'll go with Undisputed Era. Also, Justin. And, uh, man, I think, I'm, I think I'll go with Aleister Black. Kyle, your picks. Or go ahead, Justin. You go. I was just gonna, I agree with all those picks. Okay. Yes, I agree, actually, too. <laughs> All right, no drama <laughs> on that one. No, no. People wonder why we talk about the main roster all the time. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I don't have a whole lot left to say unless you guys do. Yeah, I would like to spend the next hour fantasy booking <laughs> Omega on 205 Live. <laughs> I was going to say, what was the most more offensive thing I said on tonight's <laughs> broadcast? Kenny Omega, can't wait to see him on 205 Live or talking about cranking my rod to Laura Layton. I'm going to go with the latter just because now I'm kind of interested in watching some Melrose Place. <laughs> the first season can be pretty cheesy. Look out. If, if you didn't lift through it and it doesn't bring you back those memories, you might be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But I'll tell you what, man. As, as soon as that dirty Dr. Michael Mancini starts cheating on his wife, man, we are off and running, baby. Uh, what a show. All right. <laughs> well, That's I'm what I'm sure- trying to say. <laughs> I am sure that uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next week after this weekend. So we'll be back with episode 80 next week. Tomasa so- Ciampa could learn lessons from Dr. Michael Mancini, maybe. <laughs> I just brought a heel heat. Uh, guys, subscribe on YouTube. We would appreciate it. Uh, like this video on YouTube. Get this thing trending so people tune in. If you're listening on the uh, iTunes, the Stitcher Radio, like we said earlier, leave us a review, subscribe, all that jazz. Check us out at topropenation.com. Uh, we have merch, by the way, guys. There's a Black Friday sale coming up on uh, both of our sites. We're on Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees slash Top Rope Nation. I think they got a 20% off sale. All those proceeds help us pay our hosting costs for saving these episodes and uh, having that library of 80 shows available at your beck and call. And also um, on Spreadshirt, we have a bigger a bigger store. We got some new merchandise available on there. All that helps the show grow. If you go to top, topropenation.com, you can find the links to our Spreadshirt store. I think it's shop.spreadshirt.com slash topropenation. Check that out. Thanks for tuning in to episode 79 of Top Rope Nation. Enjoy Survivor Series. Enjoy War Games. Check you guys next week. Crank that rod. <laughs> <laughs>